London is not just some city. Its spirit stands outside of time. Certain places have influenced its citizens. It is not only a setting, but a presence, a character in various films, novels and poems. My name is Philip Röttgers and I search for London's spirit. I think there are two particular ways to explore the powerful and mysterious place that is London. Through literature and through walking. Follow me into a secret world. Follow me to London beyond time and place. In this series I will explore its spirit by walking the city and talking to London enthusiasts. I invite you to join me. Together we will discover London beyond time and place. This is Talks Beyond Time and Place. Hello everybody to Talks Beyond Time and Place. My name is Philip Rutgers and my guest today is Shuan of a Peculiar London. So welcome and uh, thanks for being here. Uh, thank you very much for having me, for, uh, Philip uh, or, or Phil, do you prefer? You can also call me Phil, that's fine, yeah. Fine, I'll go with Phil. Thanks for, for having me, Phil. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being my guest. It's uh, it's an honor to have you. And uh, so yeah, let's let's go with uh, Shu and Phil. So uh, that's easier <laughs> for, for both of us and for for most of our listeners and viewers, I think. So um, peculiar London. Uh, I'm going to explain yeah. it a little bit. Is uh, it invites people uh, to explore London with them, uh, whether you are a local or just uh, passing through their tours. Uh, give you a different insight into London's vibrant and colorful heritage. And if I'm correct, on April 16th, uh, you're going to start your tours again with Dockland, uh, Dark Side of Docklands, uh, an event yeah. in Wapping, uh, which we're going to talk about also. But uh, maybe we can start, Shu, with uh, you telling us a bit about you and Peculiar London. We are we're a theatrical tour company, uh, so we do we do walking tours, um, but we kind of also include uh, an immersive theatre angle usually, and uh, generally a pub or two along the way. Um, we like to create uh, an informal atmosphere, and we like to kind of try to find the bits of London's history that the the sort of official tours generally don't cover the the sort of more quirky uh <laughs> yeah. more niche bits if you like yeah 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 so how many people are part of peculiar london uh there's six of us all together um which is it's a nice number and um i think everybody who is involved is like genuinely uh really passionate about london history um it's it's good to have a mix as well because you get people who are interested in certain things or you know come up with ideas that you know maybe like I wouldn't have thought of myself so no it's it's really nice to have have that and a good crew who are all really really dedicated yeah yes yeah. I, I think I, I I never had unfortunately I never had the opportunity to participate in one of your tours but I will in the future never opening Sorry? I said the world is reopening. Yes, so never yes. So it's possible. I think it's possible. Uh, maybe, yes. maybe, uh, maybe even this year. We'll see. So, but you're going to start soon. So uh, 
So, so how does a uh, uh, peculiar London event uh, look like? What can we expect from an event by peculiar London? So as I was saying, um, we kind of go for an informal atmosphere, but uh, lots of interesting facts, hopefully. Um, as I said, in pre-COVID times, we used to try and include a pub or two, but sadly that's not the case at the moment, but we'll, we'll see how things go. Um, uh, immersive theatre angle, so we try to try find, find something about the subject that we're discussing that we can bring to life. Uh, and lots of silliness as well. We like to make you laugh, hopefully. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, so how and when did you, did you start with Peculiar London? When, when, where did the f fascination for London's history begin maybe? And how, also how did you start with Peculiar London? Oh, God. Uh, two, two separate questions. Okay, so um, my <laughs> fascination with London history, I guess, um, so I moved to London in 2008 and I moved to a place called Muswell Hill, which is a very sort of quiet suburban neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got a job as a care assistant uh, working at an old people's home. And old people love to tell stories. Old people are great for that. That's true. And, you know, they, they tell me things like, you know, people forget, people forget how many bombs fell on London during the war. You know, like if you're walking down a street and it's mostly Victorian terraces, but then in the middle, there's a block of flats. That's because a bomb fell on it. So I was like, oh, right, okay. So then that adds a whole new like level of interest to any street you're walking down you see it in a completely different way but the, I think the thing that really got me <laughs> interested in the the sort of history of London was um one day this little old lady sort of said to me um so where do you live dear I said well at that time I lived on a street called Cranley Gardens and she went boiled head road I was like, what <laughs> anyway now the street that I lived on was where the serial killer Dennis Nielsen used to live in the 80s. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. There was a, a mm. show on Netflix about him recently. So he used to lure young men back to his flat and then he would like murder them and cut up the bodies and boil them and pour them down the drains. And yeah, it turned out I lived on the same street and like obviously there's, there's not a blue plaque up commemorating that fact, i wonder why so <laughs> I know, but it just kind of like it showed me that even like this very kind of quiet seemingly boring neighborhood had like all this insane history that was just out there waiting to be discovered yes you're yeah. right i think you're right and that's where the idea for peculiar london came from ah the idea for peculiar london came shortly after i started volunteering at highgate cemetery Ooh, uh, which the incredibly as i'm sure you know i know you've mentioned it in in your book i think um has a huge amount of things to explore and that got me thinking with a with another friend that perhaps we could do something for halloween because there's so many so many interesting tales around that neighborhood and um so the Halloween tour that we do was kind of the first one and the rest of it kind of grew from there. Yeah. That was in 2015 and here we are now. <laughs> here we are now, here you are now. Yeah. Uh, can you move your um, your tablet a bit lower because it's, I mean, it's okay for me, but yeah. when, when we, okay? yeah, maybe that's better. We can see you more. We can see more yeah. of you That's that, that way. That's better. <laughs> that's, that's better. Perfect. Okay, so yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, no, you were... 
I was waiting for you. Great. So yeah, I, I, um, I of course I read about the the Halloween tour. Uh, I think it's in Hampstead, right? That you do every year. It is. It's um. So in the pre-COVID days, we used to do a route that was either Highgate to Hampstead or Hampstead to Highgate. And we would sort of stop off at uh, a few supposedly haunted pubs along the way. And um, we'd have a bit of history and we'd have a few kind of like uh, spooky things <laughs> happening as well. But um, sadly, COVID, um, COVID has kind of put a bit of a halt on that. We did manage to do the tour last year, but obviously we had to change the format quite a lot. Hopefully, hmm. fingers crossed, we will be yeah. back to pub this year, but um, we just have to wait and see how that plays out. That's right, yeah. Well, yeah, as you say, fingers crossed. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see that. Maybe maybe I'll be there over Well, Halloween. I mean, I've got hopefully by Halloween, things will be, things will yeah, be back to... Yeah, I think... I think yeah there's there's a slight possibility <laughs> that we have uh, we yeah. hope <laughs> yeah we do and, yeah. and we hope that you can include the pubs then that they are open and yeah but i think but i think it, it will work yeah so yeah. um what was what was the most surprising fact or story that you've learned during your your research basically when when you prepared some tours and and oh, so yeah. i think my favorite sort of weird little story that um i discovered was that there's a street in Farringdon called Ely Place um, which is technically part of Cambridge it's quite a weird little story so it was um, bought by the bishops of Ely uh, which is a sort of market town in Cambridgeshire and they decided that their new purchase was part of Cambridge and therefore no London authorities could enter it without permission and oh. this was true right up until the 1960s there's a wonderful little pub in there called the mitre which used to have to apply for its alcohol license from cambridge but also it meant that for a long time criminals were who'd committed crimes would then go and hide there because the police couldn't go in and dig them out they'd have to ask permission from the cambridge police force <laughs> to be allowed to enter so it's a, it's a crazy little place to go and visit um yeah. you still can it still has its own little guard tower as well which is okay interesting I, I'll, I'll try to remember that and visit it the next time but it but nowadays it's part of london or it's still part of cambridge unfortunately yes <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> maybe right? if, I, if i wanted to commit a crime if I you want to hug an old lady unfortunately <laughs> yeah you couldn't hide from the law we'll find another street there's probably some place there of course <laughs> <laughs> so uh how do you pick the topics for you for your tours and for your events oh, you said there's uh, the Halloween tour but you do not um, only that it it sort of depends i just kind of trying to think of things myself asking other people for ideas a lot of asking other people for ideas and then trying to take that and see if there's like an angle that we can bring to life. So, I mean, Phil, if, uh, what, what kind of tour would you like to see next Ooh. time you're in this? This could be your opportunity. That's, that could be my opportunity. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. that's a difficult question to, no, I, I have to think about it a bit because <clears throat> I, I often think, you know, when I was there, I did the, I, I knew what I wanted to do and then I left and then I thought, okay, next time I'm going to do that and that and this and this. But right cool. now from the top of my head, that's a difficult question. Oh. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll have an answer by the end of the talk and then I will let you know. Well, great, yeah, have 
thing can get back to me. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Personal tour just for me now. But yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> I can I can think of something. We'll see. But yeah, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try to think of, of maybe maybe I'll have an idea. Who knows? So <clears throat> Shu, you're also here today because as I mentioned, uh, after a long break uh, due to, to lockdown, uh, you're starting your peculiar London tours and events again with dark uh, side of Docklands in uh, in Wapping and I think it's on April 16th so uh, are, you, are you excited? <laughs> oh very excited but very nervous we're at that stage now where we, we're kind of close to the opening and it's all those like little tweaks and sort of like logistical things that that need to be ironed out so you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's going yeah. to be amazing. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. Also, because for the people that will join you too, it's it's going to be one of the first times they can go out and and, and enjoy a, an event like that. Yeah, so it definitely. will be it will be great anyway. You can't do anything wrong. I don't think. Of so, course. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. great. So um, yeah, where well, I, I I think it was. Was it Samuel Johnson who said that in order to understand London, one should explore Wapping? So, that, uh, exactly maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, London is. Hmm? Sorry. No. No. I was just going to say that quote again. I was just going to. It's uh, to explore the full extent of diversity of London. I'm. But anyway, he definitely said to explore Wapping. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to insert the quote. Uh, when people get, when people watch the talk, they're gonna they can read it while we try to remember it. So uh, it's, it's gonna be <laughs> they can read the, the the real thing, the proper thing. So where did the idea for that tour come from? Dark side of well, darkness, which I actually, really like. I really like the idea, and I really like the area. Well, so yeah, it's a great area. It came about because a friend of mine um, moved quite close by to um, Limehouse, and mm. so we were sort of exploring. Um, we went to the Grapes and we went to the Prospect of Whitby, um, both amazing pubs. And I didn't really know an awful lot about Docklands at the time, but just from sort of like seeing, like, wow, okay, this is amazing. I, I need to know more. And then, my God, it's like, you know, it's like that thing about pulling the thread. The more you learn, the more there is to uncover. I was like, this, this needs to be a tour. Right. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> That, that sort of took us to here. Did you did you meet Ian McKellen when you were at the graves? Fortunately <laughs> <Probably> not. <laughs> Next yeah. time. Next time. Yeah. That, that's what I always thought. <laughs> Whenever I went there, I thought, next time he's going to be there. Next time. I hear, he, um, or he apparently he used to do a pub quiz there like yes. once a month. So I think the thing to do would be to try and get there for the pub quiz. That's right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, went, I went there when they did the pub quiz one time. Uh, I went there late when the quiz was already running. I just went there for a pint uh, and the, the pub was full. And I thought, hmm? <laughs> but he was not there. Oh. And I, and I, rem I remember w one, uh, one of the teams was named uh, Where's Ian? So <laughs> I thought it was quite, quite appropriate, yeah. Yeah. And the prospect of Whitby, uh, of course. So do you include it in your tour? Oh, sadly, we don't because of bloody COVID again. So London is still in lockdown at the moment and the pubs don't reopen until May. So we can't do it for the moment. 
but hopefully uh, if we can keep th this running we'd like to tweak it a bit to include the prospect because it is just a fantastic pub right. um a lot of character a lot of history um the staff are great and um you know they've also got great booze and great food so um we hope to be back there sometime yeah. soon yeah. yeah me too but yeah i i of course i know what you mean yeah but uh, wh where do you where do you start your your tour? Where does it yeah where does it start basically? Uh, so we start by Tower Bridge, and then we kind of wander our way into deepest darkest Wapping. Um, I'm not going to give too much away. No. <laughs> you need to come and join us. Right. Tickets on sale at uh, peculiarlondon.com. Yes, uh, I'm, of course I'm going to include it all down here. So yeah. Thank you. And of course yeah. we're not going to give away too much, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you, but do you also include, I mean, of course you said you don't go to the prospect of Whitby and because of, of COVID, but do you in include the, the news behind the, the prospect? Oh, so we really wanted to, but the thing is the tides are really unpredictable. So if you time it right, there's like a beach that you can go down onto. Um, unfortunately, in the evenings, the tide is usually up, so all we can really do is peer around the back, mm. but the noose is still there um, for all to see as yeah. a, a great reminder of uh, what used to go on in, in right. York, yeah. So, so you do include a bit of the, of the history of execution dog and, and what happened there very, i mean we, we very, don't really know the location of execution dock i think but yeah, so I, one possibility. personally uh i think it's supposed to be just down the road where the captain kid pub is uh supposedly um but nobody knows for sure so <laughs> yeah. that's my best guess so but but you in include the story a bit of of the executions and uh and and uh, maybe of captain kid also Oh, we definitely include, well, in fact, me and um, James, who is the narrator for Docklands, we're currently arguing at the moment about how much of the kids story to include, because it is just, um, well, it's a long and multifaceted tale, as I'm sure you know, um, I guess, for, for those who don't, um, Captain Kidd was a a privateer in the late 1600s and privateers were it was basically like a form of licensed piracy uh, they were allowed to attack enemy boats in times of war on the sort of understanding that uh, a percentage of any loot that they caught would be given to the government and well poor old captain kiddy got very unlucky he attacked the wrong boat and it landed him in a whole heap of trouble and um he got completely stitched up um so we we do include that tale um again i won't go into too much detail because it, it goes on and on and it, it could be a whole tour or a whole lecture yeah. just in right. itself I think it's one you could probably cover quite nicely in one of your talks i would have thought yeah maybe maybe but yeah as you said we don't want to give away too much because people <laughs> We'll have to say, oh, I'm going to join this tour. I, I want to know how they well, exactly. will include this story. And uh, yeah, do you, do you also include a bit of the, um, of the history of the, of the Thames police, which I think predated the River Police, predated the Metropolitan Police? 
it, that's absolutely true. Yes, we do. They get a mention, definitely. Uh, one little fact I love about the, the the Thames Police is when they first started, they had rowing boats. They were chasing yeah. after criminals in rowing boats, which I just think is hilarious. Yes, it is. Yeah, mm. it, you're right. Yes, I, I read that too, and I thought, oh, this is yeah, yeah. But yeah, you yeah. they they are also part of of whopping and part of whopping history. And um, yeah, you, you already said you can't include the pubs probably that way that you did, but maybe you passed them on your route. I would not want to know because. <laughs> but uh, do you also, I, I can, I think I can ask this. Do you also include the town of, of Ramsgate, the famous pub with, with its connection to Judge Jeffries and Captain Bly of, of William Bly, right? Of, of the uh, so Judge Jeffries gets a mention Town of Ramsgate and Captain Bly not well. Okay, Judge Jeffries, we include quite a bit of Town of Ramsgate quite, and Captain Bly not so much, mm -hmm. simply because there is just so much history around that area, and trying to condense it into yeah. like an hour and a half, it's just you have to be a bit brutal and work out what you're gonna sort of add and what you're gonna cut. And sadly, they. Uh, they didn't really make the cut, I'm afraid. But yeah, that's that's yeah. fine, and that's that's the thing, as you say, you have to you have to choose which parts of, of history you tell and which parts you you leave out. So, are you also going going to play a character? Are you going to to dress up? I'm playing quite a few characters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm playing I'm playing quite a few characters. I think um, I'm playing um, a prostitute, a gay pirate, and Isambard Kingdom Brunel. So <laughs> oh, he's included also. He is yes. Yeah, great. Yes. Oh, I would love to see you in that outfit. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Okay, but Which I, one? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the combination. I, uh, if if Brunel knew that he was gonna be played one day by someone who also played a prostitute at the same time, or <laughs> around the same. <laughs> I wonder what he'd think. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> who knows? Hmm. Who knows? Maybe yes. he would be. Maybe he would be convinced uh, and and join you too and say, "Oh, this is a great one. They do it very well." And uh, yeah. Of course he would. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think so too. So um, where, where does the tour stop? Maybe we can also say a bit about that. So, or ah, is it a so secret? Before, so people won't oh, know. It, <laughs> not, it's really a secret. Uh, so we stopped by the Turk's Head pub, which is, oof, how, well, I'll give away a little bit. So the Turk's Head pub is where the prisoners who were facing hanging at execution dock used to be taken to have a last drink before mm. they their maker so for that it's a really um it's a really great finishing point and very atmospheric and we're also very much hoping that once the world reopens we will be able to uh take people inside but yeah, yeah we'll see yes well i mean what your what what your guests don't know is that they will also be uh be sent away to execution dock after the tour is finished but psh, psh. <laughs> they won't it's just, give away. I didn't want to give away the surprise. So it's a <laughs> peculiar way to finish this tour, but that's what you get when you, when you book a tour with Peculiar London. So, yeah. Um, yep. So, which other tours and events uh, do you offer or have you planned, maybe, also in the current situation? Well, at the moment, we are, ugh, 
well because last year was really difficult for us so we're really just testing the waters at the moment we're just going to start with this one and see what happens and hopefully we will be running a few more events through the summer but it's kind of tbc at mm. the moment one thing i can definitely tell you though is we will be doing halloween in some form or other <laughs> great yeah but we'll just have to wait and see yeah that's right yeah you can't really plan anything right now that's that's the thing but yeah as you said fingers crossed maybe uh maybe it will all, it will all work out and uh, there's going to be plenty of tours so um are there still still any more maybe places that you want to research or where you say we're going to have to we're, we're going to have to do a tour there oh, or there and but we don't know how to always do it. always there's a you know the great thing about london is you've never finished exploring it there's always something new to see and you know you even if you think you know an area there's always something else you can find out about it so there's various sort of projects on the back burner and various things that will will be coming to later but um no that's one thing about london you, you're never finished you've never run out of things to see that's right yeah and yeah as you say that's the good thing that's that's the great thing you'll never be you'll never get tired of london which i think is also well, by samuel johnson quote isn't this if a man is tired of london he's tired of life yeah right yeah I think the quote goes on, but I forgot how it goes on. It goes on, but again, I'm going, just going to insert it. That, that's the important bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. That's the important bit. Yeah. That's that's the bit that's important for us that we, we that we will remember. So, um, yeah. do you have a shoe? Do you have a favorite place in London? Is there anything like a favorite place in London? I'm afraid I'm. I'm my favorite place in London question. is that. The area I live in, um, I live in Hampstead. Um, I've lived in Hampstead since 2017 and I'm still discovering things about it. Um, it's, I don't know, people who live here say we live in the best bit, which I used to think was incredibly arrogant, but then I moved here and I'm, I'm afraid I, I agree. Um, yeah, it would take a lot to get me to move. Um, it's got everything. It's got the heath. It's got a lot of history. Um, yeah it's it's a great place to be um yeah. if anyone visits london i would recommend come and check it out yeah yeah it is a yeah. beautiful place and it, it really feels you, you a bit different i mean every part of london feels different compared to another part but when you're in Hampstead, you think this is a bit a bit special you know but not in a, in a negative way but very beautiful yeah. very i don't know we're, we're up here in this beautiful place we're up here everyone else is down there right yeah right exactly. yeah but still i mean it's yeah. connected to to london yeah i think i think you're right i understand what you mean i, I definitely do yeah uh and i think you probably have some some celebrities as neighbors <laughs> oh right so Maybe ricky gervais i see um ricky gervais quite a lot um around the place oh god he's well i don't i don't talk to him but um I don't know how well you know his stuff. He did this whole routine where um, he goes on and on about, if I had a kid, he'd be a little hamstered cunt. And so my housemate saw him in Tesco's uh, and he just walked past and my housemate was like, you little hamstered cunt. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was, he probably, he was probably like, oh, I've heard it. I've heard it so often. <laughs> but I thought yeah. it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. Maybe maybe yeah. you should in, in, invite him to one of the tours. Maybe we should. 
maybe you should maybe you should include him but oh did i give away a secret but, i'm, I'm uh, sorry but don't tell him <laughs> <laughs> he's also part, yes. he's already part right. of the this tour whether you like it or not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah yeah okay so that's so now i'm gonna have to visit you to just see uh ricky gervais but yeah okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> now okay yeah, yeah interesting but uh, i often thought i often think when you walk walk in london through london through a street or through a certain area you, you sometimes you don't really know who you you just crossed who you just passed by without maybe it was someone famous and sometimes you see them and you think okay they also just live here which is also also quite yeah, funny yeah. yeah but so yeah i i just thought what was the question hampstead so it's hampstead it's that's the famous yes. place yeah so uh and has has maybe dealing with london and its history changed changed a bit of your view of the city in in comparison from yeah before maybe before uh, uh, very, very much so i guess um if you i suppose kind of researching an area makes you feel a bit more connected with it maybe yeah like it just stops being random streets when you kind of learn things about it oh okay didn't know that yeah you definitely feel more of a connection with the place i think i don't know yeah. if you get that as well yeah that's that's right i i recently i had this funny um no not funny but i had this discussion with with two of my guests which is um you know sometimes you feel connected to a place just you know from from you you don't know why you don't know the history but just from your yeah you feel it basically and, and then sometimes when you when you get to know the history of a place you think oh i, I don't know this fits to, this fits my personal story or I, I can relate to that and then you think oh so it, it made sense it makes sense that i feel connected to this to this place and i think I, I, we sometimes wondered uh, the, the guests and i we wondered um so if, if you don't know the story or the history of a place and of which you say you love it would you uh, would you still feel anything there but i think you would i think you, you feel connected to certain places sometimes without knowing why and when you find out more about this place you think oh yeah of course this makes perfect sense yeah so yeah that's that's the thing world works in mysterious ways <laughs> it does it does definitely yeah so um i often finish uh, my talks with this final question which is sometimes a bit difficult to answer but maybe you can maybe you can't I often ask my guests, can you name three Londoners that you would love to have dinner or a drink with from oh, throughout okay. history? Go for it. Okay, so, um, so my, my number one person would be um, Sir Joseph Bazalgette. Um, he was the guy that, um, he's like basically the unsung hero of London. He was the guy that built the sewers. Mm. Um, so London in the 1850s was basically drowning in its own shit not to put too fine a point on it. And um, Basil Jett was an engineer and he just, he rocked up and he was like, I can fix this. So he single-handedly designed 83 miles worth of sewage pipes. Like, and obviously they had no computers, nothing like that in those days. He did it using like bits of string. I, sorry, if you told me design, design a sewage system with bits of string, I wouldn't even know where to start, but he did it. He no. did it, and not only that, he did it so successfully that he managed to 
eradicate all waterborne diseases. At that time, people would be dropping like flies of cholera, typhoid, etc., and actually make the London tap water drinkable. And he did it so well that we're still using his sewage system to this day. It hasn't packed up yet, and this is 150 years later. So, like, hats off to the guy. I would, I would love to meet him. Um, my second choice would be Samuel Johnson. We've, yeah. we've been quoting all evening. Um, Samuel Johnson, of course, the guy that invented the dictionary, but um, quite a character. Um, he had some kind of Tourette syndrome. I don't know if you know that. So if you see him in pictures, yeah, he's got a hand like that. It's like that. That's what he used to do to control his tics. That kind of stopped him from, you know, swearing at people or whatever. Um, you know, great, great wits, great one for the quotes. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> was the, yeah, of course. Uh, he was originally a school teacher, ran off with the um, with the mother of one of his pupils. Uh, interesting. Why not? Uh, and then, why not indeed? Exactly. And then, um, yes, after she died and he sort of fell into a depression, he kind of just used to fill his house up with kind of random waifs and strays to kind of have people around him. So I imagine if you went to visit him, you'd, you'd meet some characters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. good choice, yeah. I, I think so. Uh, and then I think my final one would be Boris Johnson, um, our current Prime Minister. Uh, just to get the gossip. I mean, just to find out, like, who he shagged and where. <laughs> May who knows? Maybe you get the opportunity to meet him one day. It's not entirely oh, impossible. Well, Boris, if you're listening. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he does. Maybe... Maybe, I think maybe. I, I I read an interview once with with Ian McKellen when he when he took over yeah. the grapes, and he said uh, he mentioned some of the famous people that that came to visit the pub since he was one of the owners, and he said you know I, I th uh, Sting came by, came by for a pint and various people came by and one day. Uh, uh, Boris Johnson came to, to have a pint, oh. yeah. but we actually we don't want him to be a regular. <laughs> so, but it, there was. Yeah, a I don't. Think, well, yeah. You don't think you meet him more than once? Once would be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But yeah. I agree. It would. It would be yeah. very, a very interesting meeting indeed. I think. I think if you like him or not, I think it would be quite funny. It. It would be. It would Definitely. be quite entertaining to to just talk to him and and, and meet him. Yeah. So that's an interesting Who'd choice. Who'd be on your hit list? Hmm? Who'd be on your hit list? Who would oh. you want to have? Well, the first one is you, but we've also <laughs> already mentioned <laughs> it that uh, virtually. Mm -hmm. Now, that, that's, a, that's a good question. I often think about who I, if, if someone asked me this question, who I would pick. I think someone that I would really like to, to meet and have a drink with is from from quite recent history, basically. Basically, but it's uh, Sir Christopher Lee. I would have loved to to meet him. I would have probably. That's I would great. have would have been very very. <laughs> this is this is so Christopher Lee. But, yeah. but he's he's one. Yeah. I would I would have loved to to meet him. Uh, who who else? Who else? Let me think. Uh, I mean, everyone that I'm asking, most of the people, they say someone like Shakespeare or Dickens, which I think is nice, but they, they, 
too obvious sometimes. I think. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure Dickens would be interesting, but he's he's been done to death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So who else? Who else? Oh, I'm gonna have to think about that. Uh, maybe I should write that down because I never really thought about it up to the up until the end. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult, you know. As you know, I, my one of my starting points into London history was, of course, the the Ripper murders, and nowadays I'm a bit critical, critic, critical about the story also. But still, I would yeah. have loved to to meet maybe one of the investigators to just well, maybe that, not... is a, that is a very good shout. Yes, yeah, yeah. meet one of the yeah maybe in, Inspector Edmund Reed uh, and someone like that, and just talk to him about it. I would also love to to take a walk around the area with with one of them just to to see the area and that yeah during that time see it as it was and sort of understand a bit more why right kind of yeah 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 so it's it, because it's basically it's it's about the uh, it, it's not about the the man who about this murderer what he did yeah. was terrible it's it's more about the the area the people the living conditions so that's what I'm well, what I find interesting. So maybe one of one of them, and I need a third one. Oh no, you're you're the third one. So that's that's well, fine. Good, so good. No, good good choices. Good yeah, choices. <laughs> I, I know, I know. So yeah. yeah, I think I would go. I would go with these these three. But uh, yeah, I, I also like the idea of Boris Johnson. Maybe we should we should get. Okay, to look if if we manage to fight, if either of us manages to meet Boris Johnson, then we'll bring the other one along. Oh yes, we will. We there will. We that's, that's a deal. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna write some emails now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be okay. Yeah, let's do that. That would be that would be hilarious. I think that would be great. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. It's it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Shu. Uh, uh, it was great to have you here today. And of course, uh, I'm going to put a link to Peculiar London and uh, to Dark Side of Docklands into the description. Uh, and also, yeah, your tour will take place on the 16th of April. I think, are there, are there any more dates or is this the first, the only uh, one? Uh, so we're running, we're doing a kind of soft opening. We're doing the sort of weekends from the 16th of April to the uh, first weekend of May. And then we will see what happens from there. Hopefully by that point, as I say, the world will have reopened, but yeah. we're just kind of keeping it. So yeah, okay. as I said, thank you very much for being my guest and all of, your, of our viewers and listeners uh, go and get uh, and, and participate in the dark side of Docklands. Yeah, come to the dark side of Docklands. Uh, meet, meet <laughs> very this much hope you wrong from side. the sixth. Pardon? No, I was. I just wanted to point at you, and I realized I was. Just meet this lovely lady, meet this wonderful yeah. lady and her friends, and um, you. It's, it's going to be a tour that you will never forget. So, th thank you very much, Shu. Thanks again, Phil. It's been a pleasure.